Welcome to Tamarindo Podcast. Hosted by me, Brenda Gonzalez, a political nerd and nonprofit capacity builder. And me, Ana Sheila Victorino, a queer well-being enthusiast and mindset coach. We are a Latinx empowerment podcast discussing politics, culture, and how to keep your calma with well-being practices and self-love. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, Tamarindo Amigis. Hola. Como están? <laughs> All right. So I have to say this is a super special episode for us. So Brenda and I are actually recording from Ciudad de Mexico in the Sonoro Media Studio. And we have a super special guest, our co-host for today, our friend, Jose Richard Aviles. Hola. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So Jose Richard is a, a multimedia artist, urban planner, and social worker based out of Los Angeles. And you might also know them by their IG handle, Soy Nalgona. Soy Nalgona. Nalgona y con recibo. Sí, es cierto, es cierto. Why don't you um, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so, you know, I'm a social worker, urban planner, and an artist. And I wear multiple hats, I do. But, you know, I like to describe it that they're all threaded with the same needle, a needle of justice. I'm committed to people. Me encanta la gozadera, este desmadre también, because desmadrosa is also a pronoun. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, I just like to have fun and anything committed to people. So, you know, I love the fact that we're all in Mexico City right now. Y, y pues aquí estamos de gira, dices tú. <laughs> Exactamente. Eres de las mías, ¿verdad? Okay, so, so we're so glad you're here. Gracias. And this is like, it's, I feel like we're, estamos haciendo magia, we're creating magic because... The focus of today's episode is how to do more of what you love and stop mm. caring que dice la gente. And I feel like the fact that we're all here together in the studio is very representative of us doing what what we love, yeah. you know? And, and Brenda and I talked about um, working in Mexico together. Like, that was a dream a long time ago. Y miranos, like, here, here we are. And, and I know this, this place is also very special to you. So in this episode, we're going to share a little bit about our journeys, as well as share some of our experiences and exercises and reflections that might help other folks that maybe are starting on that self-discovery journey, or maybe they know what they love, but they don't know how to, how to get started. And so I want to open up by talking a little bit about what does you know, doing more of what you love look like today and for you right now? Yeah, thank you. Well, doing more of what I love is spending more time on this here podcast, and I've been doing a lot of that, <laughs> a lot of that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's really being able to be in Mexico, being able to um, pivot from a very stable job to the unknown, that's doing more of what I love. What is it for you, Jose Richard? I was born, one of my mentors asked me, who are you without your trauma? And I was like, oh, ah. And I, I know that I wouldn't be a social worker without my trauma. I know I wouldn't be an urban planner, but I know I would be an artist even without my trauma. It's just, I love it so much. It's, it's, it's a lot of labor, but it's, it's not work, you know, because I love it. And, you know, some would consider like what we're doing now is labor and it is part of the work, but it's so much fun. You know what I mean? So how I've been able to do that has one been advocating for it, you know, because I, I know that I have to pay bills. And sometimes that means for, you know, as a child of immigrants coming, financial stability is a real thing. And so for my mom, it was, or for my parents, it was like, don't worry. Like I have my, my degrees, I'm working my job, but I'm also doing what I love, which is being an artist. So anytime, you know, in my current position, I advocate for having like a day a day off. You know, I, I don't work on Wednesdays. And yes, I lose money because I'm not working on Wednesdays. But that's my day to schedule meetings, to work on admin stuff, to create. And if I don't advocate for my art and with the things that I love, then I would be stuck not doing it. And I couldn't have that. So I think advocating for it as well. 
That's beautiful. Este, and for me, I think, you know, being an entrepreneur is, is doing more of what I love and, I, and it's scary and uncertain, but I think that I've always been drawn to that. And unfortunately, mm. when I was younger, you know, being an immigrant, I thought I had to follow like a very, you know, traditional um, structure to what, what life looked like, what success looked like. And now I'm creating my own schedule. I'm, I'm, I get to work out of where I want to work out. I, where, what I want to work out of. I'm here in Mexico and I was able to make that happen. So that's a little bit of how, what doing more of what I love looks like. And obviously working on this podcast, helping mm -hmm. other Latinx entrepreneurs be able to follow their dreams. I get to do that coaching with Launch Latinx as well. So that's a little bit of, of what that looks like for me. And Ana Sheila, um, I know some listeners have heard this before, but I think it's really a powerful story. There was a precise moment that sort of sparked you doing a little, this search of doing more of what you love can you tell listeners a little bit about that? Yeah. So I had a, a health injury a few years ago that actually left me uh, bedridden for, for several months. And it's like it was the first time that I actually had to be still and, mm. and pause and reflect on, like, mm -hmm. why am I here? What am I doing? Like, what is this? How is this related to, to my mission? And that's really the first time where I was literally like I felt like God was like, siéntate. <laughs> Exactly. And and so I learned to meditate in that period because I, I had to heal and I had nothing to do. So I learned to meditate and then and I realized I had been so scared of doing practices like meditation and yoga because I was scared of um, what would come up. Mm. Like did, was, did you have something like that, Jose Richard? Like a, a pivotal moment that might have sparked that search for doing more of what you love or Oh, the TED talk. That oh, was see, there's a moment. <laughs> there's a moment. <laughs> and so I did a TED Talk in 2018, and it was like a 15-minute thing. You had to memorize everything. And the thing, the TED Talk was on a Saturday. On Monday, I was like 10% memorization. And I was like, oh, my God, no mames. I have to, like, bring the script with me, memorizarme todo. And then I think by, like, Friday, I was at 85%. And I was like, it's okay. You're a performer. Just improvise that 15%. And then the day of the performance, I was the last one to go, and they opened up like the, the doors and they play like this little video se me olvido todo oh my gosh and I was like como empieza yo el oso que voy a hacer allá afuera no and I just was like oh my god and I just went out and I was like I'm just about to improvise 14 minutes of my life and it's okay I saw someone that I love very dearly in the audience and they smiled and then se me metió el chamuco and <laughs> I just went on and then after when I watched the video I realized that I said everything that I wrote like everything and I was like oh I think that's the moment that I realized that the stage was home mm. and I made a commitment to always create opportunities for me to be on a stage because I love it very really awesome both really really great examples so Anna Sheila um you know some people might not really know what they love they might not have had that you know the the te siento so te siento moment or the <laughs> stage so what could be an exercise that folks could do to help explore more of what they love yeah, and I think a lot of people, a lot of times we really do know what, what we love, but we've gotten so lost in doing what we think we should do or what other people tell us we should do. And um, we have to uncover it. So I think the first thing is really, um, you know, incorporating, starting with a grounding practice that helps you quiet down those distractions and, and external voices that might be como telling you all these things. So I would, I would start, the extras I would say is start by putting away your phone, and um, you can do meditation. So I would start with something that's grounding. It can be a walk. It can be a meditation. So, you know, really 
getting in a comfortable position, putting your phone away, and just taking a few minutes to sort of quiet down. And then uh, I would ask you to reflect on a few questions, and I'll share what these questions are. Um, number one, what are your, your values? What are your maybe top five values? So maybe it's, you know, freedom or community, creativity. These are just a few examples. But what are, the, what are those values? What's important to you? Um, and then actually ranking what's important to you. Um, you know, is it, I'll, I'll share a few things. Making a positive impact on your, on your community. Making money and achieving financial freedom. Having work-life balance or geolocation and time freedom. All so of those, the above. All yeah, of the above. <laughs> right. So, so think about those. How do you rank those? And that also might help you como, decide what direction you might want to go in. Um, next question. What are some things you enjoy doing just for fun that bring you joy, that energize you, that when you're doing them, you forget about time? Mm -hmm. So really letting yourself just play because that can help you um, get a little clearer as well. Uh, another question. So if money... Or what people, or que dice la gente, wasn't a factor. What would you be doing? Asking yourself that question. Ooh, eso mm -hmm. está buena, ¿verdad? Y la última. So given those questions, uh, visualization. I love doing visualization. It's super powerful. So considering those questions, I would ask you to close your eyes. Again, take a few breaths. And then if you were looking back on last year and thinking, this was the best year of my life. What did it look like? What are you doing? Who are you with? ¿Dónde estás? Where are you? What does it feel like? And just let yourself have a few moments to, to dream and play. And those are just a few questions and, and exercise that just can just get you started. And I would just recommend uh, continuing to incorporating grounding practices, meditation, dancing, walking, lo que sea, that helps you connect with yourself. I love that visualization. I was like, yo de enamorada ya imaginándome ya. Like, I'm right here oh. holding someone's hand. Uh, that's what you're visualizing? That's what you're visualizing? Ah, I already know who it is. I, I'm visualizing it because ya sé quién es. Eso es palafte. So I'm curious if, if y'all have any additional como thoughts or recommendations for people that are maybe just starting to discover that maybe yeah. you use in, in your own process. You know, I love all the questions that you you mentioned, and I think I did a very similar process. But like you said, I think a lot of the times we already know what, what we love is, but we just haven't been given the opportunity to really look at that. So what I did, I looked at my resume and looked at all of the op uh, experiences that I had, and then identified two things that I loved about that job. Right. So I worked on a farm once. And one of the things that I loved the most about the farm was that I was able to like look at all the different crops and how they were functioning. And then from looking at the things that you love about it, then you create values for that. Right. So you find that I found that, okay, my favorite moment at the farm was when we had young people come over and we got to give them a tour of the farm. And then I realized, oh, I did summer youth camp and my favorite thing was teaching dance class. So then I realized that the shared value, though different experience, is education and teaching. And so then I was like, okay, cool. Though my experiences are so random, what is the value that threads everything together? So when I find opportunities that have a shared value, it doesn't matter if it's completely different because I know my value is still there. So I know I can thrive. Mm, I love that. And I have to say, Jose Richard, that you're so inspiring. That's why oh, we, we felt so, this felt so special to be able to bring you on just period, but also for an episode like this, because through, we, we see we see how much joy there is in, in, in everything that you do, ¿verdad? Yeah. And you're fully like embodying exactly who 
who you're meant to be. Yeah. And and I think w one thing you said is you're you're living your, como dices, like your ancestors' greatest dreams. Oh, yeah. I, I say, love that quote. I say that I love unapologetically in the name of the ancestors who had to love in secret. Wow. And then and then the, in Spanish, I say, tengo que seguir amando para que siga viva el alma de aquellos que no llegaron en cuerpo. Beautiful. Vamos a llorar. I know, right? I'm like, me costó I know, chingo. porque estamos aquí en México, right? Like, yeah. our ancestors, like, our ancestors, no? Right, for sure. And just thinking, I mean, it's just, I don't know, especially being Pride Month and just that reminder, right, that Pride is a revolution, that it was Marsha P. Johnson and Silvia Rivera who threw that first break. And it's like, I have to live my my authentic selves to honor them, yeah. right? And Gwen Araujo, Bambi Salcido, Janice Gutierrez, all these trans women who are always unpacking and leading the way for us um so i was like i i have to i have to make that commitment that was a beautiful note to end it on for this segment right now we're not done later on today y'all listeners we have a special treat for you um which you'll hear very soon so we're going to take a really really short break and we'll be right back The COVID-19 pandemic created unprecedented financial challenges for working families all across California. We want to tell you about an opportunity that may benefit you and your family called the Golden State Stimulus. The Golden State Stimulus provides rapid cash support to nearly 4 million eligible low-income Californians who could receive $600 to $1,200 of direct relief. You can claim the Golden State Stimulus if you are a California resident and if at least one of these applies to you. You receive the California Earned Income Tax Credit on your 2020 tax return. You have an individual taxpayer identification number known as an ITIN and have an adjusted gross income less than $75,000. Or you are enrolled in the CalWORKs program, the Cash Assistance Program for Immigrants, or you are a recipient of SSI or SSP. The Golden State Stimulus brings you direct relief where it's needed. Don't miss out. File your 2020 tax return by October 15, 2021 to get your stimulus check. To find out if you qualify for the Golden State Stimulus, go to goldenstatestimulus.com. Once again, that is G-O-L-D-E-N-S-T-A-T-E-S-T-I-M-U-L-U-S.com, goldenstatestimulus.com. All right, we're back. So let's say that you already know what you love. You've done that self-discovery, but you're a little bit scared to actually make that move, no? So what are some tips or advice y'all have for people who know what they want to do, but maybe they're scared or have or are feeling real limitations? Jose Richard? You know, I think for me, I, I'm such a big visualizer, right? So for me, like, let's say my dream, it's like, I'm going to perform at the Hollywood Bowl. That's a big stage and it's a big dream, right? It's one of my favorite stages in LA, but it's not going to happen overnight. So I think a strategy is cultivating the soil, right? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time we focus too much on product, but if we can commit to a work ethic that would allow a process to get there, the journey in itself is going to be fun, right? So, oh, the, the perfect example. So I have a dream of becoming MacArthur Genius Grant awardee. Oh my goodness, I know, I right? The vision, I get, the vi I'm, I'm visualizing the vision board. There's a lot on right, right, right. But the thing about the MacArthur Genius Grant is that you don't, you don't apply for it. They just call you like you got it. You know what I mean? Mm. 
And so I was like, okay, I don't even know what that looks like. But if I can commit to a work ethic that would even allow me to be in the conversation for that room, I'm going to be happy because the experiences that would lead me there, it's no mames, te imaginas? So I, I think it's really about cultivating the soil and really allowing for the, the seed to bloom, whether it's a flower or a weed. The only thing we can commit to is the process. Yeah, I love the way that you framed that. How about you, Brenda? So um, I'm in the process right now of, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, I kind of took the leap from the very um, traditional, I suppose, of like the nine to five, the 401k, the benefits, all that shit, right? And I've abandoned all of that uh, voluntarily to dive into the unknown, but it's still very much unknown. And I do recognize that I have a, a lot of strengths that I think would probably be better for a path in the creative. Instead, I went for like the very corporate and then the very nonprofit. And so I've had a really hard time translating my what I look like on paper to who I am as a person. I think people know, and it, and it has actually worked against me. Like I've literally have interviewed for jobs where they're like, you're too, you're just, you're like too exciting. You're not going to like, they, people tell me you're not going to like this job. And first of all, I wish they would just give me the job. But second of all, maybe they're right. You know. So one of the things that I've done is I've um, and I know many of you might have this. You might have your your board of advisors, right? Your your really good friends that that and mentors that give you the honest feedback. So what I've been doing as I'm uncovering what it is that I should be doing, I've been having these cafecitos, really really candid conversations with people that I admire and that know me. And sometimes there's no plan to these conversations, but uh, I'll. One person in particular, his name is Armando. Um, we had this uh, informal conversation and then he thought about it and he came back with literally like a bullet list. Like, here's your strengths. Here's your weaknesses. Here's the jobs you need to avoid. And that was really helpful. So sometimes you, you uh, as you're uncovering what you're good at or what you, what the path you want to take, there's some people that have been watching you, right? And that might have a new perspective or a different perspective. So check with your board of advisors. These are people that can give you honest and straight feedback and let's see what they give back to you. And does that does that ring true to you? And it did in the, in my case. And so I'm going to continue to explore this creative avenue and and stay away from these nine to five corporate or the nonprofit, which basically is the same thing in some cases, framework and do more of the creative stuff. How about you, Anna Sheila? So I would, I mean, I think both of what y'all shared really resonated with me. And it's, and yeah, I think like cultivating the soil is, I think that's the key because it's a process, verdad? It's not like, you say like, oh, I'm going to do this and it's just going to happen or you're going to have a lot of abundance and, and, you know, very quickly. But it's really get super clear about what you want so that you can cultivate that soil and, and be grounded in, in your mission. Because that way, if there are como shifts or pivots, you're still grounded in what you really want. verdad? So I think just a lot of writing, continue to write, surround yourself with people that support that dream. You no, know? because like there's a lot of people that might be doing that might be coming from more traditional career paths or maybe they're too scared to really follow what, what they love. So they're not going to be as supportive possibly because they're scared of doing I it mean, themselves. The envidia, the envidia is real. El uh -huh. yes. I mean, so for, for me, I think even as an artist, I had a career shift, right? Like there was a phase where it was like, let me just get exposure and let people know me. And then there was that phase where I was super excited for the things where people were just recognizing me. It's like a queer Latinx artist, Jose Richard, you know, and people were seeing that or 
or there is a moment where now I'm like, I don't share process anymore because la envidia is real. Y te echan como sal. De lejitos, pero te echan la sal. And then you don't get something that you talk. Like, I'm applying for this grant, and then you don't get it. And I'm like, let me not, let me just share, right? And and, and that happened when I had to detach myself from my work because it's no longer mine. It's it's, it's communities. And now there's a, a responsibility to community. But la envidia, amigas, Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of envidia, um, it's definitely something that we would put in La Basura here on Tamarindo Podcast. <laughs> um, and it brings us to our next segment, which is just, um, as you might know, if you've uh, been listening to Tamarindo, we do basuras, matracas, and calmas. So, basuras, what is something that you want to throw in La Basura that you're done with? You want to cancel person, place, thing, lo que sea. What is it, Jose Richard? What goes in La Basura? Um, I'm going to put in La Basura is the artists who, you know, step into the, who feel entitled to audience. Uh, and these are people who will say, my work is better than five people who are here. You know what I mean? My mm. work deserves a bigger audience. And no, eso, eso is just ego validation and I'm not here to... Basura, basura. basura. Ana Sheila, ¿tú tienes basura? Yeah, I'm going to start with my matraca if that's all right with y'all. Es <laughs> eso estoy pensando. So I'm actually going to give actually myself a matraca. Yes, so uh, last week, uh, my girlfriend and I, we did a photo shoot here in Coyacan, in El Pueblo. And for me, that was actually really bold. And actually, I, I was channeling you, Jose Richard, <laughs> just because of how free I, I, sí. I see you be, oh, no? Yes, Entonces, for me, doing this photo shoot out in El Pueblo was scary, right? Because like there was a lot of people watching. We were in fancy outfits. And I had to be bold in my queerness. And that was the most public that I had been in terms of like, hay un montón de gente, there's a bunch of people looking at me. And so for me, I felt uncomfortable. But just as we kept going, I kept como que, I felt like I had swords and I was just like slaying shame, you know? Slaying shame, that's it. good. <laughs> Hashtag slay shame. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and, and by the end of it, you know, me and, and Kim, like we were very connected. I, I felt I was playing. I was having fun. But it took a minute. So just, yeah. So. Definitely. Double down on that matraca because photo shoots are already hard to begin with. Um, well, thank, thank you both for sharing. So what about you? Do you have a matraca? Something you want to celebrate? Also, Richard? Sabes que I'm celebrating this trip because it's so random. It came out to be just like, let me come and have a good time. Uh, you know, I work from home. So I was like, let me come and work you know, think about the built environment that I want to be in so I can be more productive. And that's how it started. Y después, como que se hizo una gira entre entrevistas y que photo shoots y que performances. No big deal. So, you know, matraca to that. Yes, claro. I love it. Amo. Gracias. Um, I have a, a really silly basura. Uh, my basura is the passing of time because um, literally I'll be like, oh, remember we went to that restaurant another day and literally, literally it would be eight years ago was the other day. <laughs> and just the, the fact that time goes by quicker, the older we are. So with that in mind, everybody, do more of what you love porque ya no tienes tiempo. Ya no te, ya. <laughs> El tiempo se está acabando. Exactly. Actually, I was reading, but a way that you can make time be more meaningful or slow down, especially as we get older, is actually to create more new experiences, special mm. experiences. So... I love that because I, I didn't get to share earlier, but another strategy is you're uncovering more of what you love. Don't be afraid to try something new. I always say yes, okay? that's That was my advice to whenever I would talk to, like, 
um, you know, high school students mentoring, just say yes to every volunteer opportunity that comes your way because you that's how you uncover what you love. That's my career advice. Pero bueno, we have a really special treat for you all in just a minute. To close, we have a special Pride Month treat. We're going to play Las Cafeteras' new song, La Sirena, a song that was released in partnership with Human Rights Campaign and Poder Latinx. Yes, but before we do that, we want to say thank you to Jose Richard for being here with us. Gracias. And to tell you a little bit more about the song and the importance of the project, we are going to hear from National Organizing Director Poder Latinx, Adonias Arevalo, who plays a central role as Sirena in the music video. Take it away. Hola, my name is Adonias Arevalo. I am the National Organizing Director with Poder Latinx. Poder Latinx is a national organization working in three states, Georgia, Arizona, and Florida, with the purpose to get the Latinx community involved in the political process through community organizing and leadership development. I am a queer immigrant from El Salvador, Central America. I'm 30 years old, and I came to Houston when I was 13. I grew up in Houston, Texas, and grew up undocumented. Um, and when I was in high school in 2009 and I graduated, I was denied a scholarship to go to school. And that was my introduction to community organizing in the immigrant rights movement during the time uh, in the fight with the DREAM Act and fighting to for a permanent solution for our community. A little bit about the music video uh, in this collaboration with Las Cafeteras. Um, at Poder Latinx, we have worked with Las Cafeteras for the past year in merging music art um, into organizing. We released two videos last year uh, during the elections, one of them being Georgia in my mind, um, to ensure that our community was mobilized to go out and vote. However, La Sirena, it's not a political song. It's a song about love. It's a song about a person who falls in love with someone. And that someone is La Sirena, or in English, the mermaid. And that's me, Sicaria. And it's a story about love because in June, we are celebrating not only Prime Month, but we're also celebrating Immigrant Heritage Month. And that connection of being an immigrant and being queer, it's really what's celebrating in this, it's celebrated in this song. It's essentially the opportunity to bring all these communities together, these identities together, these bodies together, and celebrate who we are through a song of love and celebrating each other. Um, the song was created by Las Cafeteras, but it's a project of um, HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, for the Latinx and Las Cafeteras. Um, three organizations working in three different spaces, but with one um, purpose. For the Latinx is a, an organization full of, um, and led by queer women, women of color, uh, and members of the LGBTQ community. So for us, at Poder Latinx, as a national organizer, director for me, has always been a priority to bring drag and bring um, the aspect of being queer and being um, an immigrant to the front of the work. And that's how this project came about. To give a little bit of context, um, this idea of how do we merge drag and La Sirena was born back in November in 2020. 
Las Cafeteras came to Phoenix, Arizona uh, to perform for an event that we had. And during that time, Poder Latinx was leading a campaign called the Drag Voter Squad, a project with ArizonaDrag.com, a local uh, business, and Poder Latinx. And this campaign was all about featuring Arizona drag artists in a superhero campaign. And this campaign was focused on mobilizing, getting people to vote, educating the community, holding events, etc. So Las Cafeteras came to Phoenix and they were part of one of our Drag Water Squad events. Uh, and they were fascinated by the um, art of drag entertainers mobilizing people to vote and organizing and being fierce and entertaining and combining art, music and organizing together. And that's how I, as Icaria, was approached by Las Cafeteras and say, hey, we want to do this music video, but we want to include what you guys are doing um, into this music video. And that's how we made it happen. Um, we had several conversations and just, you know, last month I traveled to LA. We filmed this music video with probably over 13 hours. Um, it was a group of maybe 50 people. And the most exciting thing, it was like everybody was members of the LGBTQ community, all POC folks um, having fun and coming together to make this project happen. So as people are watching La Sirena, what we wanted to portray is the intersectionality of our communities, who we are, and to celebrate this month with joy and love. Um, and to also remind everyone, right, that um, as we are celebrating this month, we have to celebrate who we are and our identities. For me, as Sicaria, my message would always remain the same and it's to brain with a purpose. As a title holder uh, for Miss Gay Copper City America, I carry this responsibility with me to ensure that we are visible and present and in spaces where oftentimes um, our voices um, are not reflected or not heard. So I use these spaces and these opportunities to um, speak about who we are and to represent um, what we stand for. I hope you guys enjoy La Sirena. It's now available in all music platforms, including Spotify and Apple Music, and it's also on YouTube. Y'all have a great day. Tamarindo Podcast is part of Sonoro Media. It is hosted by Brenda Gonzalez and Ana Sheila Victorino. Producer Jeff provides original music and Michelle Andrade edits the show. Follow us on Instagram at Tamarindo Podcast and on Twitter at Tamarindo Cast. Support our show by sharing this episode with a friend, writing us a review on Apple Podcasts, or contributing financially to the show. All contributions, big or small, help us keep bringing you great conversations and free or low-cost events. To get in touch with us or to support us, please go to tamarindopodcast.com. Cuando mi arrendador dijo que el alquiler podría ser más barato si fuéramos amigos con beneficios. Había oído hablar de acoso sexual en el lugar de trabajo, pero en mi casa. Eso es discriminación en la vivienda basada en el sexo. La gente de bienes raíces dijo que estaríamos más cómodos viviendo en un vecindario diferente con gente como nosotros. Por suerte conocíamos nuestros derechos. Es ilegal asustar a los posibles propietarios para que se alejen de ciertos vecindarios en función de raza o nacionalidad. 
Si usted cree que sufrió discriminación o tiene preguntas sobre sus derechos, comuníquese con Fair Housing Foundation, Fundación de Vivienda Justa, al 800-446-3247 o también en línea en fhfca.org. La vivienda justa es su derecho. Este es un anuncio de servicio público de Fair Housing Foundation y respaldado por el Departamento de Vivienda y Desarrollo Urbano HUD bajo la subvención de FIPPI FPEI 220099. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.